Hello, welcome to 5 Minutes of Pastor T. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today and forever. Oh, it's a blessing to be with you once again this morning and uh, I'm excited with what I'm going to share with you today. I'm still talking about the four laws and uh, there, are, there are laws around, there are laws. For instance, if you pick the law of gravity, okay, like I said yesterday, gravity says that everything that goes up must come down. You see, everything is pulled. It's, the, it's gravity that aids you to sit down and not float. You see, it's a law. In the same way, there are laws with other things. There are laws in the spirit. Faith is a law. It works no matter where you are. Gravity works no matter where you are. You can't say because I'm in Switzerland, uh, gravity doesn't work there. So I'll jump off a seven-story building. I mean, you will come down. As long as you jump, you'll be pulled down to the earth. You see, it doesn't work like that. A law is a regulatory principle that works no matter where you find yourself in the world. In the same way, sin is also a law. There's a law of sin and death. It's in the Bible. There's a law of sin and death. And if you want to overcome gravity, you don't overcome gravity by doing any other thing but applying a higher law. You see, airplanes are heavier than we are. They are bigger than we are. They are full of metals. And they are not supposed to fly. But they are able to fly. How are they able to fly? Because there's another law that is employed, you know, for them to be able to fly. There's a law of lift. Or the law of aerodynamics. That's what they, they apply. So in order to overcome gravity, you don't have to force yourself or do something. All you need to do is to apply a higher law. In the same way, there's a law of sin and death. And there's a higher law. Okay, If you want to overcome the law of sin and death, what you need to do is to apply that higher law. This, that's what the whole thing is about. That's all that this teaching is about. Okay, But today I want us to look at another law that is in the Bible. So that we can explain everything to you for it to make a lot of sense. So I'm talking about the law of the mind. The law of the mind. And the law of the mind is actually the law of the human life. Okay. It's, it's the law of the human life. Yesterday I mentioned that the law of the mind is the law of the human life. The law of sin and death is the law of Satan's life. Then the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is the law of the divine life or the law of God's life. Then there's the law of God, which is God himself, what God represents. You see. So, the law of the mind is also called the law of delight and the law of good. Every human being has this law working in him. No armed robber wants to actually rob people. You see, it's so difficult to kill a human being. It's very, very difficult for them to be able to rob you and kill you. What they do is that they, they're taking drugs, they're taking things that will let them lose themselves. You see, they, they do things that will help them lose themselves and bring them some kind of confidence to be able to kill. It's so difficult because there's a law inside every single man that speaks against you taking another man's life. You see, there's a law, it's there, that prevents you from, if you want to steal, even if you're not born again and you want to steal, there's something inside you that lets you know that what you're, what you're doing is not right. It's a law, it's a law of the human life. Naturally speaking, every human being has it. You know, and in Romans chapter 7, verse 21, Paul explains this particular law of the mind. In Romans chapter 7, Paul is explaining the, the dilemma of humanity. You see, the problem of humanity. And the problem of humanity will be related to God's law. You see, God's law is good, His holy, is just. But human beings could not fulfill it. The Jews were human beings and they couldn't fulfill it. They did all that they could, but they couldn't. They just couldn't do it. You see. So in verse 21 of Romans chapter 7, Paul says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. He says, I would do good. I want to do good, but evil is present with me. Now, this is a, a discourse or a description of the natural human being. Okay? Then verse 22 says, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. He says, I delight in the law of God. 
He knows that the law of God is good. Who doesn't know that God's law is good? Who doesn't know that thou shalt not fornicate is, is a good thing? Who doesn't know that thou shalt not commit adultery is a good thing? But human beings find themselves doing all those things. Who doesn't know that thou shalt not steal is a good thing? They are good things. But he says, I find then the law, verse 21, that when I would do good, I want to do the good, but evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God. I have delight in the law of God. After the inward man, then verse 23 says, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. So there's a law of the mind. Then it says, And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. You see, so there's the law of the mind, which is good. It's the law of delights. It's the law of good. It always wants to do good. But there's another law. It says, I see in my members another law. You see, which is actually the law of sin and death. I'll, I'll explain that tomorrow. There's another law within that prevents you from going and doing what you want to do. Nobody actually wants to do what he's doing. So there are some believers who always criticize others and criticize people who are not born again. Our duty is to pray for them. Because it, nobody wants to be a prostitute. Nobody in his normal, in her normal senses wants to be a prostitute. No, they don't want to do it. They, don't, they know that what God wants is for them to live a good life. But circumstances and things push them to do what they do. You see, So every human being has that natural thing inside him that pushes him to do good. And want to do good. But they, they can't do it because of what is inside them. That's why they need the gospel. That is why you and I who are born again must preach the gospel to them. Don't sit down and condemn someone who is not born again. That they are doing this. They are stealing the money of the country. They are doing this. They are doing that. They are doing that. They are doing it because they don't know Christ. When they become born again, that nature of sin will be taken away from them. And the nature of God will come into them. And it will be very, very difficult for them to do anything. The, the nature of God in them will help them fulfill the law of their mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is the law of the mind. It's, it's there. It's in every human being. It works. Whether you are born again or not, it's there. There's a law of conscience that is there in every human being. Hallelujah. So pray for others. Don't criticize others. It should be a very difficult thing for you to do. The Bible says, judge not. For whatever you judge, with which you judge, you shall be judged as well. Don't judge anybody. Pray for others. And don't have a desire to be like them. Someone heard that, oh, someone has done something wrong. And it's like, hey, this thing, I wish I could also do something. No, a believer should not talk like that and think like that. Hallelujah. Pray for the others. Pray for them and pray that they'll be, they'll be born again and receive Christ. And preach to them. That is your duty as a believer. I love you very much. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.